Warriors, this is the Epilepsy Spectrum, your short and sweet stop for all things epilepsy. I'm your host, Tiff the Titan, and thank you for joining this collaborative journey into overcoming epilepsy. If this is your first time here, then welcome to the Epilepsy Tribe. We connect here every week to learn from each other, embrace epilepsy in our lives, foster community and relationships, and promote advocacy, and highlight what's new with epilepsy. Good afternoon and welcome back, guys. Today, I'm going to give you 10 pharmacy hacks. And for those of you that don't know, I work in a pharmacy as my day job. So I am offering you a little bit of insight here from the other side of the counter. What can you do in the pharmacy to make your experience better? That's what this episode is for today. You're going to learn a little bit about improving your health, finding less expensive medications, how to ask questions the right way, and how to get the answers you need and take responsibility for your health in general. Before I jump into the 10 pharmacy hacks, first I'd like to highlight the purple worker of the week. This week it is Realm of Caring. My friend Heather Jackson is the CEO of this organization and she is amazing. They do a lot to help people with epilepsy. Realm of Caring is a nonprofit based in Colorado Springs, Colorado. They're independent, they're a small group, but they are doing big things in the world of cannabis. They have over 46,000 clients worldwide. They'll actually be on the podcast soon, so keep an eye out for them. They're going to be sharing some information about cannabis research, about their organization. Their website is therock.us, T-H-E-R-O-C.us. Again, their name is Realm of Caring. Follow them on social media. I believe they are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Go check them out and tell them I sent you. All right, guys. Today, we are covering 10 pharmacy hacks that will help you in your health. Whether you have epilepsy or not, this is a great episode for anyone. I'm going to go ahead and get started. Number one, mornings are the best times to fill prescriptions. Pharmacies often get slammed in the afternoons and evenings, especially on Mondays. As the day goes on, the doctors are sending in the prescriptions as they can, and everyone tends to come right after school to pick up their medications. So if you always wonder why there are very long lines at that time, that's why. It's because it's the easiest time for people to get there. You'll be able to have more time to speak with a pharmacist at that time if you need to, and you will get more attention and you will get in and out quicker than you would at 5 o'clock in the afternoon. Number two, ask questions. Ask about side effects or if there's anything that you should know about a new medication. Managing your health is your responsibility. Your healthcare providers can only do so much and we are there to guide you. Whether it's a physician or a nurse or anyone in the healthcare industry, they are only there to guide you and they can only do so much. You have to take accountability for managing your health, for knowing what you are taking and why you are taking it. So ask those questions. Find out exactly what's going on with your medication so you can know what to look for and if anything comes up, it will help you manage your health in the long run. If a prescription ends up being very expensive, ask questions about that too. Ask if other medications are available that will be more economical for you and will still have a similar effect. Compare the quantities, compare the prices, compare how new it is to the market. That is what really makes the difference. So always ask questions. No matter what your drug is for, find out if that is brand or if it's generic. Find out if there's something that's similar that might work for you. Always ask questions. Number three, be patient when prescriptions take longer than expected to fill. This is not a fast food drive through guys. Pharmacies are responsible for reviewing allergies, drug interactions, dosing, 
and more just to ensure that it is a safe and effective medication for you. I don't know about you, but I really don't want to rush that process, especially with epilepsy. The pharmacy's knowledge is very imperative to your health and to you getting the right medicine that is right for you. Number four, don't wait until you're out of medicine to ask for refills. The drug may need to be ordered, your insurance may change their formulary, and last minute they may require new approval or authorization to pay for your medicine, or you may have to wait longer times just to get your medication if it's a busy day at the pharmacy. Ask your pharmacy if they have any auto-refill programs. That will automatically fill it on time every month. It's free, and they'll notify you when it's ready for pickup. Easy. Number five, some pharmacies have their own drug discount coupons or drug savings programs that will save you money. While there is GoodRx.com, you can get drug discount coupons there. A lot of pharmacies, especially the chains, they will have their own discount coupons, and oftentimes they are just as good as GoodRx coupons. Kroger, in particular, has a drug savings program, and instead of using a drug discount card every time that you pick up a medication, you can pay this annual fee, and you know what the price is going to be every month. For example, there's a blood pressure medication called lisinopril that's on the list. That one is free of charge every month, but you have to pay $36 a year. Whether you have insurance or not, it doesn't matter. You can still have this program. And I know several chains are probably doing this now, but I know for a fact that Kroger is. Um, If you get sick throughout the year, it usually helps with those types of medications as well. So that's something that you could look into at your pharmacy as well. Pharmacies are not responsible for providing any type of discount card or insurance information in that regard. In fact, it's illegal typically to steer you in terms of insurance choices. But if you ask your pharmacy about these programs and about these discount cards, they are allowed to share the information with you. Remember, always ask questions. Number six, brand name products are newer to the market. So a lot of times the manufacturer will offer discounted prices. They do this because they are more likely to acquire a regular client by introducing their new product to you at a cheaper price. Um, Savings will vary, and there is usually fine print that will disqualify you if you do have any form of government-funded insurance. It can be very helpful in terms of insulins and brand-name epilepsy medications. People with epilepsy tend to be very sensitive to certain medications, so sometimes brand-name is required over generic. And in these instances, having those brand-name savings cards are very helpful. Number seven, on the social security site at ssa.gov, you'll find Medicare prescription information as well. If you look for the extra help program, which a lot of people don't know about, it offers extra help to those who qualify and you must be receiving Medicare, have limited resources and income, and reside in the U.S. or D.C. area to qualify. There are limitations there, but this could be an option for you if you are on Medicare. Number eight, needymeds.org. It's a great resource to see what patient savings options are out there. Go check out that website, and while they don't endorse any of the links and programs that they share, they do offer a lot of leads into other programs that may help you out. There's a lot of grants available to help with copay assistance. You can find those at healthwellfoundation.org panfoundation.org, mygooddays.org. They all offer grants that will assist patients with health and quality of life. So I would definitely suggest checking those out if you're having trouble meeting the costs of your medications. 
Number 10, it's not really a pharmacy hack as much as if all else fails, talk to your doctor and see if they have samples. As long as it's not a controlled substance, they may have some to share and it can help you get through a rough patch with an expensive medication until you can see if it actually does work for you. As someone that has seen both sides of the counter in terms of getting your medication taken care of and constantly having issues with a chronic condition, um, and as someone that sees that there are options out there, those are my 10 suggestions for you guys. If you have any questions that you would like to ask me as a person that works in a pharmacy, send it my way. If you have any suggestions that you have found work for you or someone you know, send that my way too. I would love to share all of this information and post more links on my social media. So I am on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Be sure to follow and subscribe there so that you can find those resources that I will be posting from time to time. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I will see you next week. Remember always, fall down seven times, stand up eight.